0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you're looking
1: for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
2: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's For Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am
3: joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean it Sean, how's it going? Good, Connor. Overwhelmed this week. There might be too much news to talk about, I would say. <laughs>
2: don't, don't do that what? from the very start.
3: <laughs> Lad, I'm setting the bar high. Is all a, a big week? Everyone, stay <laughs> listening, leave a like, and the rest. I'm sure everyone
2: knows the big news that all dropped this week. It was. It was oh, we're all
3: familiar with the big news. No- we'll get to the big news. <laughs>
2: I look. I like the idea someone's at home going
3: what the fuck is the big did What's I miss, what am I after missing did, <laughs> did I miss <laughs> like, some massive movie news because we are people's only exposure to the mm. world of movie news as we, as we well know Connor we are yeah. on the front lines of journalism in that regard
2: and and sometimes the problem with journalism is that there's some weeks where there isn't a big flat out trailer big massive news story to cover maybe you just have lots of little stories and that's just as good
3: Shaw let's not argue
2: that's just as good as we all
3: know and love honestly some of my favorite stories have been the smaller ones like the time you told me there was a film where the moon was the villain
2: <laughs> that's that was a big one to be fair
3: I mean, yeah, the moon is pretty big, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty big. Um, so, I mean, yeah, as we said, this is Movie Mundus, um and we normally talk about all the movie news. Normally, we're a bit more cheery, but I feel like we've kind of given away the secret for this week's show. Um, but if you could give us a
3: like and review, because, I mean, it can only go up from here um, or yeah. down. Like and review it before you hear it, and then don't change your decision afterwards, <laughs> is what I would say. No.
2: Um, we're going to start off Movie Mondays this week talking about our favourite man Mr. James Gunn um, Jimmy Gunn. I said yeah. favourite but I mean I have lots of favourite human beings but he's just a man we talk about a who's lot who's your favourite man though um, who's my favourite man yeah not a, no all men are bastards there you go uh, trick the question
3: correct answer <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> not even you <laughs> I would also have accepted Henry Cavill but continue
2: oh Cavill's a good no Colin Farrell I'm going Colin Farrell, I'm sticking to it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I support mm-hmm. you in that. That's
2: fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, James, good. He came out this week. He did another little bit of an interview talking uh, to Empire, mm-hmm. and um, and this is just like. It's a bit of an interesting story because he was kind of being asked not only about the projects that they're currently working on over at DC, I don't know if you know, but uh, James Gunn currently runs DC with Peter Safran, um, James Gunn, Director yes. of Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Yes, and the Suicide Squad. And, and Slither. And, and,
2: <laughs> I should have started with <laughs> Slither.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Leave with Slither, <laughs> come on man.
2: Director of Slither, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, James Gunn, uh, he was then talking about not only about the projects that they're working on but also the people that they're going to be working on because obviously brand new slate for DC everyone's out and everyone's not in sometimes but they are kind of in but not
3: in Um, they might pick some people they might pick the same people put them in a different role they might pick no one and can the whole thing
2: exactly they might tell someone to come back then tell them the next day don't come back then tell them go
3: do a warhammer movie they might build an entire marketing campaign (laughs) around bringing someone back and then two weeks later, cut them completely. <laughs> to be fair, I'm gonna give I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna give Good and Saffron a bit of leeway here in that they were there when they brought back the first person. <laughs> when they were like, "Come back," they only got hired midway through that process. That is fair. That is mm.
3: fair, and um, um, that's not on them. That wasn't their decision.
2: And so then they just arrive are like, who I, this guy?
3: <laughs> oh, no, we have to uninvite him. <laughs> oh, someone's going to have to tell Henry, guys. This.
2: <laughs> um, but James good has been talking about who they're going to cast in all the future DC projects. And he says that he would love to work with all of the people that were involved in the Guardians of the Galaxy cast, but perhaps over on DC's site. Um,
3: interesting.
2: Now, this is interesting for several reasons. Because obviously then you have this you have kind of people picking and choosing like some big projects like they'd be perfect for this they'd be perfect for yeah. that also other side of the argument is maybe we just hire new people and maybe we just forget about those people and let them go off and do different things
3: that is fair can I offer a, a single counterpoint
2: I know is who you're that... going to pick and I know the role you're going to pick them for go on
3: how quickly does Dave Bautista accept the role of Bane <laughs> I knew exactly what you <laughs> like, it's the Biggest, easiest slam dunk of all time. It's the ha- it's the biggest, best win that DC could ever hope for at this point.
2: <laughs> but I would then counteract that. Wait, um, it's so funny because I was saying it, but then I was like, "But Dave Bautista as though, would be cool.
3: We kind um, of perfect, like."
2: But also you have the other side of the fact that maybe Batista um, doesn't want to come back into a superhero role because, I mean, he's very adamant in that he just loves acting and he loves acting in like really big fucking cool movies that he can win Oscars for. He's going for Oscars, this guy is.
3: Um, That's fair. He's, we've said it before. He's the wrestler that best transitioned to being an actor because he picked the right roles. He, didn't he Because take he picks anything.
2: weird roles.
3: Like, he yeah, takes different roles. Yeah, like, votes. out there roles.
2: Yeah, and so, like, he's kind of covered a whole area. And I, I don't... Even just the way he's talking about Drax now, it's kind of like, this is my last hurrah, I'm never going to play Drax again. The vibe yeah, I, like, I got love is... Yeah, Drax,
3: but, like, he's limited in what you yeah, can do. Yeah,
2: and, and the vibe I got was maybe he's kind of out of superhero movies, which is absolutely fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Would James Gunn come in going, I'd like you to play Bane, but... A, a, a smart but
3: a comic a book comic accurate accurate, bane. we're gonna do We're gonna do Nightfall yeah. And that's the Bane you're going to play And break Robert Pattinson's Spine <laughs> See, would you put him in the Pattinson universe Or have him as the Bane in the new Mainline DC universe say? Mm, I'd put him in the Pattinson universe He'd be way better there, right? Like, oh, a million there's somehow times more better. prestige to that <laughs> like, like the, a million times
2: better solely for the fact that Pattinson's Batman would do that make that mistake so if I to hasn't read Nightfall I know we're concentrating on one man one member of the whole Guardians team
3: <laughs> it's all I care about I'll be honest,
2: <laughs> to be honest Chris Pratt's in everything right? he's
3: glad, yeah. right Bradley Cooper he's done enough already but
2: he seems know? pretty good at acting that guy Vin Diesel's on another Fast and Furious 27 but,
3: yeah. but Zoe if, Saldana has 18 more avatar movies to make. <laughs> She's locked in.
2: J- Jimmy Cameron's got her locked in. Um <laughs> but like you have um Bane in Nightfall. The story goes that he basically set he releases all the criminals um, mm-hmm. from prison. And he makes Batman spend all day, all night for three days straight. I think it is just rounding all the villains up, putting them all away one by one. He never sleeps, and he gets weaker and weaker as the days goes on. Just trying to put everyone back. So he's got to go catch Riddler, got to go catch Penguin, got to go catch Joker, whatever. Yeah. Day three, Bane just shows up at the fucking mansion while Batman's like limping home after his nine hundred battle that fucking week, and Bane yeah. just turns and just breaks his fucking spine over his. Knee
3: yeah it's like the scene in the dark knight rises but way way better (laughs) way way better better set up
2: because batman's way more heroic in that he's like he actually tries to fight even though like it's like his 57th fight and he's just like okay and this is like the big boss it's
3: it's literally it's like captain america i can do this all day he's like he's just gonna get back up and try and fight (laughs)
2: until his spine gets broken and i can see pattinson's batman just pushing himself constantly to try and capture all the criminals and then getting caught just because he's just constantly trying to catch everyone
3: all the time true but i feel like you might fall into the trap there of like he's still it's still quite early like i don't think you could do that in the batman 2 um i i think you'd have to push that to maybe the third batman movie in Mm. which case that might be the last batman movie Mm. uh but, but then you just rem- you're just
2: basically mirroring Nolan.
3: The Nolan trilogy, yeah, which is, they're already being accused of because of a Joker tease at the end of the first yeah, movie. Like, yeah. it's a whole thing. So I,
2: I can see, um, I, I mean, I can see Pom Clementeff and uh, Karen Gillan. I mean, Karen Gillen in fucking DC would be amazing if they could get her it,
3: it would be so, so good. Yeah, um, And you got uh, Sean Gunn is already technically He's Calendar Man technically I mean to
2: be honest he's going to be in all the movies no matter
3: what In some form or another if James Gunn's Evolved That is very very true um, Is there any other Guardians then that we can think of Like that? that's it for yeah. the Guardians cast right
2: I mean, the one casting I did see was Chris Pratt as uh, Booster Gold. Um, that and makes sense. I, I can see that happening. So Booster Gold's character is he's just a cocky idiot. From the future, uh, who's come back in time and is pretending to be the world's greatest superhero from where his time was, but he was a loser actually ...in like the year t- two thousand nine hundred. But he's come back yeah. in time and he's like, I'm actually a massive hero where I'm from, and he's kind of useless. It, it hasn't
3: happened yet, but I'm gas. Yeah, and um, he's
2: he's kind of useless, but he spends his whole time just going for followers. Like he just wants like fame more so than anything else. That's
3: that's cool. That's kind of like Star Lord a bit in that it's just like yeah. Roguish, like cult of personality thing that he's kind of building up around himself, mm. but it's a little more sad with Booster Gold. Yeah, would
2: you, would you see, would you enjoy the Guardians coming across? Because obviously, like James goes worked up, he's afraid, he's frayed with them all Or do you just want have clean slate, just, just brand new people? I think,
3: I don't think, uh, I. If you're making a film, you need like tent pole actors that you can build the thing around and be like, like here, look, here's this well-known actor that you know and like, come see our film. And then you introduce maybe smaller characters and smaller actors, or less well-known actors, who then benefit from that exposure, I would say. Well, I mean, the counterpoint point to that is the
2: Guardians them. movie, in that nobody was known.
3: That's true.
2: Zoe Saldana that true. was the biggest name in it, but she was blue most of the time in her, like, biggest movie of all time.
3: In the, yeah, in the movie she was maybe most... Uh, and I the suppose, Star Trek films?
2: In. Like, they're her, probably her two massive roles at that point
3: at the time yeah but i don't think that like i don't think it's a bad thing to bring any of those actors across but i wouldn't like the way chris pratt is being cast as like garfield and mario i wouldn't bring him across solely for the fact that you can use chris pratt on the poster yeah if that makes sense mm.
2: and, and i do also take chris pratt's i think his selling point is like dwindling more so the like, yeah he had a good 10 last years. years
3: there of being the new hot thing in Hollywood. Yeah. And I feel he just did too much and now. <laughs> sick of
2: it. I, d- I think he was in every movie for like so long that everyone's like, okay, well, it's just Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's just in this movie. Um, he's just playing Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's playing Chris Pratt. I, I think the two I would love to see are obviously Dave, Batista and Karen Gillen. I think that I think Zoe Saldana, as you said, locked in for like the next four of Avatar movies. I don't think you're ever going to clear up her schedule at the point, at this point. Um, no, Car- Karen Gillan as a Barbara Gordon Oracle would be <laughs> fucking amazing.
3: <laughs> that would be pretty fucking good, actually. Actually, that would be class. And she's got like <laughs> she's got she's got the hair. She's got. The, like, like Nebula is as good an acrobat as Barbara Gordon is. Uh, Yes. So, yeah, she has that kind of training and acting already. I'd love to see her do more as a character, you know, because Barbara Gordon is quite, you know, fun-loving and quick and quick-witted, whereas Nebula's more serious and droll and dry. So it'd be nice to see her take mm. that kind of a route with a superhero.
2: But also, she, I think she's a very comedic actress herself. Like she, oh, I she think is. She's, she's
3: fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah, she's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Like, so let's just let her go. Let's just see what happens. I, I think it'd be really great. Um. So, yeah, Karen Gillan, some sort of backer of form would be great. I think Dave Bautista. I think... You cast him as anyone other than Bane at this point. I feel like you're just wasting money. Like there's loads of money on the table. Just cast him as Bane. I think
3: Bradley Cooper could do a very good Harvey Dent. (sighs) That'd be great. I think he'd be really good at that. I think he has it. Like he has the smarmy, cocky lawyer side. And then I feel he could do the... The the other half of Two-Face
2: Also we're just going Batman world here Like we're not going all of DC Like there's so many other characters you could pick from Like you could have Bradley Cooper as Hal Jordan Just just off the top of my head I mean I don't think anyone
3: wants to touch Green Lantern But go on Oliver Queen He'd be a decent Oliver Queen Oh he
2: would he would be great as Oliver Queen.
3: He'd have the billionaire yeah. thing down. Though I think if anyone but Stephen Amell gets cast as a, I think there'll be riots.
2: <laughs> yeah. From all that Arrow season six, that's where it got good, Sean. That's where it got back yeah, good Yeah, it got
3: again. real bad for a while, then it got back good again, but no one watched it. And then it got yeah, real bad canceled. again.
2: Yep. Um, So we're going to move on to our next piece of news. I was just excited to see who we would come up with, maybe sort of bringing the Guardians across. Um, We've got just Batman here, but send in your ideas of across the... Because there's fucking, as you can see through our Hero Zeroes, there's like millions of them
3: <laughs> that it could fucking be a heap of DC characters most of them are shit granted but
2: ah are, right? no he's that's ah, true but you don't want to say it out loud <laughs> he's out of line but he's right Sean <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to say some words now that you are not going to enjoy oh. um, because I have Tron Tree is back on with Jared Leto he's back in oh, for Tron that, Tree yes that
3: headline got worse and worse by the fucking word didn't it <laughs> Is Jared Leto in Tron Legacy? Yes. Who is he in Tron Legacy? Some weird I'm, computer man. Oh,
2: I I take so. I'm trying to remember. So uh, the Tron he, he, Leto has. I mean, he's been leading the franchise for many years. Shot. He's the big deal in that franchise. We all know. I love Jared. Um yeah. is your first time listening to us talk about Jared. Jared is one of the worst people.
3: He's just a a horrendous, like he's just a miserable human to be around. By all accounts, we don't. As an
2: Irish person, we're going to call him no crack, and we're going to call him bad vibes. (laughs) We're going to leave him as that.
3: No crack, bad vibes, notions, and just dry. (laughs)
2: Dry. He's dry. That's exactly what he is. Um, yeah. That's not... Uh, um. I like how our insults are just, ah, he's no, pff, He's dry, like, he's fucking dry. It's no, it's,
3: he's no crack. Like, there's no fun about him. He's just
2: miserable. No, um, so, Jared, I mean, uh, he's had a few years of, like, massive, massive stardom with Morbius. Um, Morbius re-release. Uh, Morbius, hopefully, re-release... Um, we can only hope. He had the Joker. That was pretty good.
3: Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He was yeah, in he, for he a bit. ruined
2: that one as well.
3: Yeah, <laughs> House of, House of Gucci. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was terrible in that. Yeah, he was. Dallas Buyers Club. That, that, that I would an awards.
2: Oscar for that. You got
3: to give him that. Yeah, okay, give for him, yeah, big... look credit for yeah. oh, that. He's a bad yeah.
2: man. It's a bad uh, man. Uh, he's
3: a bad oh, boy. He's bad vibes. Um, American Psycho. Gets axed to the head. Fight Club gets a shit kicked out of him. I'm sensing Two of my
2: favorite movies. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're my faves.
2: <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, Tron: Tree is now officially happening, and Jared is coming back. Hot off Morbius's success, he's bringing back Tron: Tree, which is a movie we were all asking for. And um, I'm pretty sure Tron has a massive fan base, which is pretty cool. Uh, just as right. A franchise, him coming back to star at number three, I feel like might be a hindrance to the pro- whole project.
3: No, now I didn't see his name in the Tron in the filmography for Tron Legacy, so mm. I don't know what his attachment to this franchise is. Like, do, it's apparently from what I saw, just googling there, Tron Ares. Which yeah, is Tron like, Ares. Ares is God, the God of War in Greek yeah. mythology. So maybe it's some kind of computer war that's happening. <laughs> I don't know why get Jared in though is the real question.
2: sorry, I, I, I said he was leading. It. What I meant is that he was he's been attached to it sorry since the, he's been attached to it since like 2017, I think they've been trying to get this thing off the ground. Right, okay. I do apologize. so okay yeah
3: I mean so he, he might necessarily be starring in this. He could just be you know producing or directing perhaps.
2: No, no, I'm pretty positive he's in it.
3: <laughs> Does he have to be though? Does he have to be in it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but what if he wasn't? Just everyone huddling. What if he like, wasn't? If there's it? an
3: actor, if there's an actor in Hollywood who has proven to not be a safe bet within the Bad. last two to three years, surely it's him. And also maybe The Rock, depending <laughs> on how you look at things.
2: Absolutely, uh, I think The Rock is still bankable. I think I think Celtic think Rock's name brings you in at least four hundred million. Okay, but Jared doesn't. What you're telling me? No, I I think Jared might be the Jared ever.
3: I mean, okay, so let's say, okay, we put Jared in a simulation, and then we make a movie about that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think he has it in him to play the kind of hero that a Tron movie needs, which is like generally good-hearted, nice guy, <laughs> which is like what every Tron movie has been so far.
2: I, I literally threw the story in just so we could shit on Jared. <laughs>
3: I don't like without retreading old ground. I don't know how much more I have in me. I just think, uh, yeah. like the fact that he's attached to it, absolutely guarantees that I will not see this film. Basically,
2: <laughs> not only will I like, not get watch it, I will not watch the trailer. I will not I be would, associated
3: with. Frankly, I'm annoyed we're talking about it right now. But it has to be said, he's a terrible man. Don't support his films. <laughs> Or his music. There I said oh,
2: it. Oh, lads. Oh, lads. Somebody, somebody put up a tweet. It uh, was one of those where Jared's been a massive fan of Tron since he was 13. Just Google Jared Leto and 13. <laughs> Age 13. <laughs> if you really want to find more of the story. <laughs>
3: That's 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 fucking hilarious!
2: <laughs> oh, he's a bad man. Um, oh, if you're a still bad, liking bad Jared, man. just look up the time that he made himself blind on Blade or Twenty Four and then had to pay an assistant to walk him around the set, even though he's clearly able to see.
3: Or just any of the shit he did on Suicide Squad. Yeah, any of this kind of thing. Uh, or we don't Morbius.
2: Think
3: <laughs> More, look at Morbius. Just look at anything to do with Morbius. Well, no, that, was,
2: that was a bright spot. That, that was a bright spot. We, we won't hold that against them because Morbius is obviously the best movie of 2021 and 2022.
3: That's true. Release it one more time. We'll prove it. No I swear. I swear. We were all busy that day. I'm sorry. Like, we were all yeah, moving. I,
2: I was washing my car, but genuinely, release it again. I'll be locked in, lads. I swear I'll yeah. go see it this I'll time. be there
3: day one. Day one.
2: (laughs) We're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is a story that really kind of broke my heart. Um, But uh, Channing Tatum. Now, Ed Ball posted in our Detective Development Discussion Group uh, on Facebook that uh, Channing Tatum has been doing interviews this week because obviously Magic Mike is coming out. Um, and so he was, he was talking to Vanity Fair and he was just having a chat just generally about his career. What, what happened in the last few years? Um, I'm not going to say what went wrong, but like, what made him take time off and like, what, what kind of, like, what happened? And so, yeah. um, what, what what occurred, what came out of the interview, was the fact that the movie Gambit really impacted him, right? And that's like because he put everything into getting the movie Gambit off the ground in like late 2016 to like 2019. Um, I think was it
3: even earlier he was pitching it like like he he'd wanted to do it for years. Yeah, it's his favorite superhero. And,
2: and so, and Channing Tatum, twenty fourteen, Channing Tatum was like the biggest movie star or top five biggest movie stars in the world. Like from yeah, like in just in terms of if especially in a certain age demographic. That, I know that's like a bit of hyperbole, but you know what I mean. Like he was massive at that point, point. Um, and he was in basically every movie for like five years um, nonstop because he was so bankable. But what happened then was they didn't get the movie made. Fox got bought out by Disney and the movie got completely scrapped. Yeah. And, and so um, moving on from that, he kind of took, took a few years off. He said like he was in a bad, just in a bad way in terms of he just never got it off the ground. But now he's kind of coming back out with Magic Mike. And he also has a few more plans, Sean, lined up. Because I have news of Channing Tatum's, his production team have actually bought the rights... To do another Ghost movie. Yes. They're planning to remake Ghost. With him playing the Patrick Swayze role.
3: Okay. Here's the thing right. Okay. One. I hate that this is happening. Stop remaking movies. Make something new. Yeah. But. Yeah. If you want like a modern day equivalent. To how popular Patrick Swayze. Or Fathering Swayze as we call him. uh, How popular he was back in the day. Channing Tatum is it man. Like yeah. he is. Also, I feel he just likes pottery a lot.
2: <laughs> he does. I bet he does like. Pot- and you know what? I bet he's good at. He's one of those people that he just yeah. looks good at things.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's just naturally good, and he's sexy when he's doing pottery. <laughs> Like it's not fair,
2: <laughs> and me and you look like fucking idiots, <laughs> like giraffes trying to make. Some oh, pots. you
3: ever see us doing pottery? It's it, it can't be shown online, <laughs> like. It's, it's
2: um, so I mean, obviously, Ghost. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, is a movie from the ninety, the year 1990. Sean, um, you had director day. Jerry Zucker, uh, and you also had the um, Me More, pretty good, and also. I would know that lady from um, Sister Act two back in the habit. Whoopi Goldberg, yes, she won an Oscar. I'm pretty positive for that movie. So um, it actually banked like five hundred million dollars back then. That's huge which, in nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety is pretty big money. And it also got a Best Picture
3: Oscar nomination. And it is also one of the like iconic like rom coms that's ever been made, mm. like or, or just romance movies, I suppose. Um, which begs the question again Why remake it But look We like mm. to support Channing on this mm. podcast See
2: we're in a difficult situation here In that we continuously agree That remakes of movies that were good Is just silly And maybe just do Movies that are new <laughs> That are good
3: Yeah But Sometimes we like an actor enough To be like Hey let's just support him That's the kind of good faith you get When you're not a terrible Terrible person Jared. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Channing Tatum, he's just, and also his sadness over Gambit (laughs) makes us like, he just loves Gambit. And we've kind of discussed Channing Tatum since the very start in that my fav, one of my favourite stories we ever covered was, remember when he was going to shoot Gambit in his own backyard? He's
3: looking into making it himself. We yeah. extrapolated the story that he was making it in his backyard.
2: <laughs> he was gonna make it himself, and I was just like, that is the man is just he's just determined. He's,
3: he's just dying to make gambit a like di- Do you he's think a- do you think there's room for just a gambit cameo in Deadpool three? Like any space for Like he's leaving the, the Fox X-Men universe and he's just like Oh hey Gambit! Didn't realize you were here the whole time, and it's just Channing Tatum.
2: I I mean I could see that happening. I feel like they need to give that to him. It just just give just him once. one time, just once being the actor, the character, and just
3: so he could have it. Because the most one of the most heartbreaking things is remember that Comic Con panel, and he came out wearing a Gambit t-shirt <laughs> yeah. at the X Men panel. Yes. and just nothing came of it
2: oh channing
3: it's so it's, harsh. she deserves be better ghost. honestly let him be ghost just let him yeah just let him be like let it's him a do bad this.
2: idea and it's not gonna make any money but just let him be ghost
3: just if that makes him happy i'm willing to let it happen <laughs> i'm willing to let him remake any movie he wants <laughs> just he also, can't uh, be gambit uh, <laughs> If you Google Gambit Channing Tatum, you get a Wikipedia page called Gambit bracket unproduced film. Oh, close
2: oh, lads. Oh, he was so close multiple times. I um, so ready. So just, he ready. Was, to he know. was just ready. He was just so, and he was starred at like GI Joe, and he was like, "I don't fucking give a shit about GI Joe. I just let me Gambit."
3: <laughs> like, yeah, like back from like 2009, even like when Origins Wolverine was happening, he was in talks to like do something with yeah. Gambit. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so
2: heartbreaking. Um, okay, so I mean, I just wanted to cover that, so we could be getting a remake of Ghost starring Channing Tatum. So we're all just so we're all aware. Um, Mm -hmm. and John I'm going to move on to another headline that look literally I'm just going to say the headline and I'm genuinely intrigued as to how you're (sighs) going to react because I feel like you're going to have the same reaction that I had upon hearing this Um, so here we go sequel to The Passion of the Christ is reportedly (coughs) filming this year (laughs) 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 I mean as as two Christian boys (laughs) From Christian Ireland Sean? There's a lot more story to tell You know Uh, (laughs) We've always said It's very similar to the Gladiator movie What's the main character Dies at the end of the first one It's tough to get a sequel out of it But I mean If only the main character Could come back somehow (laughs)
3: Um, It's also called I think The Passion of the Christ Resurrection (laughs) No it's not It's not called Passion of the Christ Resurrection (laughs) So, what's this? He just he comes back from the dead, like as Jesus is one to do, and yeah. just goes around visiting the apostles and shit, is it <laughs> no. So I
2: look it's one of these stories, right? It's very clear, look, um we're not here to insult anyone's faith. It's more so that we grew up in a very religious Catholic, Ireland um schools, yeah. especially, and so we get beaten with this, so this just becomes funny know <laughs> there's gotta be.
3: It's just, <laughs> like, we've heard it, like stories about the- I remember Passion of the Christ coming out And it being a big talking point Like on the radio In 2004 like, oh, Yeah It's like oh they're talking about Jesus Is that allowed? Yeah and You're so not allowed to like, oh Jesus. Can't talk about Jesus, lads. But
0: Here,
2: it's one of Jesus. those where I literally never even thought about it. But they're doing a sequel called Resurrection because obviously, sure. It's in, like, it's, have you not read the fucking source material that they're taking it from? Like, sure, That's
3: there's another cliffhanger there. Like, like <laughs> but cause the, but like the, 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 after the resurrection, it's more of just like going around telling people to be sound to each other, and then he goes off back up to heaven like that's that's the movie like where's the where's the human drama in the whole thing unless it's dealing with like the apostles and the, the, how they like slowly drift apart after Jesus dies
2: so <laughs> emotionally
3: yeah yeah it, it turns into marriage story what if it's a prequel <laughs> and it's cause you know it's it's docu- and there's the young you know, and there's Skywalker it's it's <laughs> I followed Judas and how he fell <laughs>
2: it follows him and he's a pod racer there's <laughs>
3: yeah, like, a pod racing scene somehow. just the sand
2: <laughs> people they took his they took his parents and he just he just got turned into a bit of a bitch like it, I just, I, it's such a baffling choice of a movie Like, well don't is, worry because Mel Gibson has directed it so that's pretty this good this is my follow
3: up question is yeah. Mel involved
2: Mel is directing this sequel yeah and it is actually called The Passion of the Christ Resurrection I was not like that is the name they have it working under right
3: okay mm. um I mean, look in a similar vein. Google if you want to look if you want to know how much he knows about the source material. Google Mel Gibson Judaism because let me tell you, there he knows are some lots. He knows heaps. He knows heaps. You know, so let's why not support? Why not give him millions to make <laughs> I mean, another move?
2: And you know what? He just keeps being quietened by Hollywood. They just won't let him make any take. <laughs>
3: They won't let him do any more work because of things he might have said in the past.
2: And didn't they read he was in like seven movies last year? Yeah,
3: he, was, like, he got around last year, didn't he?
2: But he's just, he's not allowed work. That's the problem. That is the problem these days. I mean, you can't say nothing. Can't say anything these days, Sean. Especially it's, things it's that PC are offensive. PC gone
3: mad. So what happened is Hollywood got woke and went broke. Clearly. <laughs> uh, but, like... Do, do you bring back the same actor who played Jesus in the oh, first one? Oh, they are, one? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Good, 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 yeah. good. Jim uh, Caviezel? So, not familiar with him, but I mm. guess he played Jesus that one time. Look, it's a defining role for the lad, to be fair to him. I mean, look, if you if you start off and you play Jesus... Yeah, Where's to then... go from there? Huh, do you know what? He was originally cast to play Cyclops in it. Fucking hell. there was a there was a bit of a a scheduling conflict
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's just constantly on set what if Jesus had laser eyes though (laughs) Mel like yeah I've done a lot of laser
3: eye training you know
2: What if he just stare really intently at somebody and fucking burnt them in half? The laser eyes wouldn't go astray. I mean, he's the fucking he's the most powerful person around. Like he's trying trying to turn was, it into an X Men movie.
3: He just he keeps trying to. He's like sort of this character called Gambit. My friend Channing, yeah. he's really eager. <laughs> he can come the in, Apostle Gambit. Um, the also just very quickly, he was also in a movie called Paul, Apostle of Christ, and he played Saint Luke. Now. He's he's double dipping on religious imagery there. Around. I just want to say. He's getting yeah. around. He's getting around. Um but I think, right. Why why does this movie need to be made? Of all things. Hmm. Why does Passion hmm. of the Christ need a sequel? <coughs> <coughs> Resurrection.
2: I think the first one said everything it needed to say.
3: Honestly, yeah. And it yeah. was the first one was absolutely categorically made thinking no we'll never make a follow-on to this. And like what's the stakes? <laughs> What is the stakes when Jesus We need to go back and watch the died.
2: first one. We need to go back and watch the first one to see if there was any hints of a sequel.
3: Are we, so, are we doing that for the Lazarus Pit? Are we on the Patreon? They were, we're, we're going to watch they're,
2: they're of universe the it as a time shot. That's what I
3: mean, well, it's fucking Lazarus Pit, so you, know, you would. To be fair to the land, and look, I will say I don't like Mel Gibson. Hacksaw Ridge is a pretty good movie. I will yeah, say, yeah. but I think Garfield carries that. <laughs> Andrew, not the cat. <laughs> the cat. But also the cat. I mean, they both love lasagna, famously. They do. They, 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 they love lasagna. I mean, do
2: you think Garfield, Andrew,
3: likes lasagna? I'd say Andrew Garfield likes a lasagna. Probably a, probably a veggie lasagna, I will say. Just, just you know, Hollywood yeah. types. But he seems like a nice yeah, man, just, though. So we'll always back him as well. Oh, no. Again, Jared, this is the good faith that a man can build. Jared and Mel. Jared and Nell. We're getting a little circle going here. And just start being nice. <laughs> and say you're sorry for once and then you can yeah. then you can do whatever you want with your lasagna i
2: mean speaking of people that we will automatically forgive no matter what they do michael b jordan um his yeah. next movie which will be a rainbow 6 movie based off the video game and tom clancy's books and all um mm-hmm. you might think just another movie well john wick's director Chad Stel- Stel- Steliski, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Probably not. Uh, he is down to direct the Rainbow Six movie starring Michael B. Jordan. So you got the John Wick director doing a Tom Clancy Rainbow Six
3: movie with Michael B. Jordan leading it. Sean, how do we feel? Oh, conflicted, honestly, because <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a movie adaptation of a video of a video game adaptation of a book series. And yes. but it's cast one of our favourite actors Michael B. Jordan of course yeah. uh, director of John Wick that's fucking huge uh, yeah. the gunplay would be unreal but it, it, like what's special about Rainbow Six out of all the shooty shooty games Connor. do you know have you played um, it
2: I mean I have uh, in <laughs> what's special about it I don't really understand what's special about it um, like they were probably ahead of their time when they first started coming out and then they got a big name like that mm. Um, but I, I can't think of like I always think of them and Medal of Honor as like two of the shooty shooty games from the early 2000s that were all both very good
3: Um, yeah And and very good functionally and playably as games, they're really entertaining to play. But, like, Mm. I also thought, like, Call of Duty was the one that had, like, some level of story that you pay attention to.
2: Um, no, I find Rainbow Six, because obviously you're working as a team, so you got got a teammate, so then that kind of added an extra layer of, like, you're working together tactics-wise. Trying to figure it out. I remember back in the day, I had, like, a really, really early Rainbow Six game on, like, the very old PC that could only work solitaire. And it was, like, before the mission began, you would have to tell each team. So you'd have each four teams of two and you would basically tell them exactly where you wanted to to go and like on a map and you would draw it out like if you were attacking that's quite cool and there's like a hostage situation well the issue was I was like five and then I would play and immediately I would have all my men run directly into the building and just die
3: (laughs) and they were like oh you lost (laughs) again the old front on approach (laughs) see we never had Rainbow Six we had uh, Counter Strike was our game oh
2: yes of course
3: Uh, which again was like teams but there was none of this Like planning or organising You just kind of ran off And did your own thing um, mm. How does that translate To a movie though Is my question Like is it just It's just going to be a, a movie About a special group of Well soldiers, I mean
2: the novel Is based off like There's a main character um, Right Called uh, Clark I think And he's the He basically sets up the team That are called the Rainbow Six And it's like counter-terrorism um, and they basically go around taking down terrorists all around the world. So you could then do right. that in the movie where there's a the baddest of the bad fucking terrorist, Michael B. Jordan's the best of the best. He got the ragtag team together to try
3: and save the president's son or daughter. Okay, uh, it's sounding a bit propaganda. I will be honest. Like, you know how Top Gun got all that money from the military? Like, I feel like the military might just be like, ah, there's some left over for Rainbow Six. Yeah, but it's the
2: John Wick director with Michael B. Jordan, Sean.
3: Look. That's all great, Con. It could be The Passion of the Christ Director with Jared Leto. But if the military is involved... Actually, now did you mention it, really, that's the combo you need. And look, if you want someone to play Jesus who would jump at the chance to play Jesus, it is Jared fucking Leto.
2: We're really shitting on the two of them a lot this episode. But you know Looked what? You can't shit enough. You cannot shit enough.
3: <laughs> not from um, their concerns
2: I mean I could see this being like remember the movie a few years ago that Michael B. Jordan did what was that shooty movie that he did that he was like a former agent and then he went there and it was very similar to John
3: Wick um, right
2: I think it was like, like an a- Amazon movie maybe but it was basically like he was like a Stone Cold killer you?
3: hmm? you're nothing of Extraction or anything like that
2: oh uh, uh, it might be extraction, I don't know. Sean that's, is looking it up. I I know for a fact for it. it was it was all right. Uh without remorse.
3: It yeah, it's a one. Tom Clancy movie yeah. where he plays yeah. he plays a man called John Clark. Yeah. Now that could that could be it. All right, okay. So this is just so it's it's another one of these, is yeah. So
2: it's now. basically that, yeah. But he's now going to set up the whole team. So the movie uh, of that one is that he seeks revenge after his wife dies, um, right. and they're killed by a group of elite Russian operatives. Shot. So basically the plot of John Wick, but in a different form. So now you've got the director of John Wick, but now he's got a whole team. You could have a situation where like you have like six guys break into a building. And I mean, I'm already copying a different movie here. But then they go through floor by floor, taking people out in very fancy ways. Sounds pretty
3: good. Sounds pretty (laughs) ready. Now, I just looked it up. First of all, Jamie Bell is also in this movie uh oh. as and and he he becomes deputy director later on spoilers but at the end of the movie they propose the creation of a multinational Counter-terrorism team mm-hmm. code name rainbow mm-hmm. so we're talking sequels that's what's happening here this isn't coming out of the blue i didn't even know this movie was made <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it had it had michael b jordan
3: you didn't even know like that's he's like a friend of the pod friend of the pod oh he's been on many a time yeah yeah yeah. many but a like, time I, I i i just think look it, it worked once it made uh, let me tell you how much it made release uh asher came out on streaming during covid connor yeah So um, it essentially also made no chad
2: money. chad who is down to direct this movie uh he has directed all of the john wick movies and john and he's also directing john wick chapter four
3: right so he knows what he's doing in terms of guns and fights and stuff
2: oh he's the best of the best he's literally the best of the best
3: okay well look what we'll do then is we'll go we'll dress up in our combat fatigues and we'll go watch this in a cinema and we'll see how long it takes <laughs> us to get kicked out in ireland in, in ireland, ireland yeah, if you yeah. did
2: that the lads the police would show up and go ah lads ah, ah lads what's doing? going on here lads Can come be on
3: better to be doing with your time would you
2: genuinely cop on to yourself that's all I'll say to you now, right you'd want to, you've got notions about yourself and i'm not I'm not a big fan
3: of us um you know, but Michael B e. Jordan is also going to be in the I am legend sequel I forgot that was gonna happen
2: is he he's also yeah. producing the static shock movie that's apparently coming out but probably won't be out
3: yeah he's also developing the, the the black Superman series as well the Val I'm, sure I'm pretty sure thats i am pretty sure that's on the the table though yeah yeah. Um, I'm,
2: I'm. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, we have to support him because he's a very nice man. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm interested to see what happens. Let's just. Let's just wait and see. Let him hold up. Let him cook. Sean is what I would
3: say. Let him cook. Let the man cook. Absolutely. <laughs> I um, want a chef. But let's also give weekly updates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> weekly hourly updates on Michael B. Jordan and how he is <laughs> today grad he's absolutely fine as always um, but y'all, we're moving on do you remember him in Lie to Me <laughs> yeah yeah he was great and lied to me he <laughs> was great and lied to me he <laughs> was he lied to me what a, what a show um, Tim Roth he loved to see it <laughs> Tim Roth and it, he taught me that like if somebody says something and they move their nose slightly or they move their lips slightly they must be lying and so I spent like oh, a good lived. five years
0: just
2: <laughs> a good five people. years just looking at people's faces like he's definitely lying I don't know why but he just is
3: it's like L.A. Noire. That game. Remember that game? People could lie to you.
2: I feel like L.A. Noire was more so like they would lie and then they would really very like obviously look around in like a very whoa yeah. sca- oh, oh, um, I didn't kill him. And then they'd like shuffle and then like their eyes would do the, the back and forth like side
3: to side. Yeah, it wasn't very subtle. But hey, Michael B. Jordan's a better actor than that. So remake lie to me is what I'm. I think I'm saying here. <laughs> He takes the Tim Roth role in the new lie to me. That would be class, actually. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is just a small thing, shot that I thought you'd be interested to know. Is that Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. (sighs) Um, This is the science fiction epic that Zack Snyder's currently working on. It's going to Netflix. It's all well and good. But we've now found out from Variety that the Rebel Moon movie is not going to be just one movie, it's going to be a part one, part two, which is what we kind of do, but has now been confirmed. Thankfully, Sean. Um, So, the Rebel Moon will live up to that description, as the producer has come out and said, Rebel Moon is too epic... To be just one movie, Sean. This
3: is going to be the most middling sci-fi movie that anyone's ever made. Now, look, I'm sure it'll look fantastic, but like, I don't, no, look, I, I should be, I should be nice. I keep telling people to make new things. The Zack Snyder is making something new, so let's support it. He is. Let's not yeah, hype c- it up till the end of the world, though. That would that would make things worse. I feel.
2: I f- yeah. I feel like coming in saying it's too epic to be one movie just from the get go. I feel like you are setting them up to fail. I just just be like, it's real good, and we think there was a lot in it. Um, yeah, he he, he gained. Came, uh, say, and this is his quote, Sean. I thought you'd like this about Mr. Zack Snyder. Zack's come in with so much passion. This is a film that he's had in his mind for decades. As you know, he spent so much time working on other people's IPs at other studios. We worked with him on Army of the Dead, and we did, we did things that other, others couldn't do. We made a film, and then a prequel. And launched it. And launched a live experience. Oh Lord! <laughs> With Rebel Moon, he oh. wanted to push the envelope again. Um, and we, when we saw how big the world he he created was, we thought it would be better served as two pieces because the world was just so big. Sean, why? Why
3: do people have to sell things like this? Like, why are people justifying their own jobs by writing ninety paragraph press releases to just say? Oh, we thought the film would work better, told in two parts. What's the point? There's so much to deal with all of the time. Why do I need to read all of this as well? (laughs) There's so much to
2: deal with. Just on an emotional level, there's so much to deal with. I just, I cannot, I just cannot do it right now.
3: This might be a me thing. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm having a bad week. But just, just stop trying to sell everything all the time. Also, stop making everything a subscription well, you right. Let me own something. Why not?
2: <laughs> Let's just have a general discussion about Sean's mental health. <laughs>
3: nah, oh, look, feeling. it'll be a short discussion, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. (laughs) Anyway, back to you. Back to you in the studio. (laughs) Um,
2: So, Sean, are you excited about Rebel Moon now that we know it's two parts?
3: I'll watch it when it comes out. Uh, The the fact that it's two parts has not affected my excitement whatsoever, Mm. I will say. Interesting. I'd wager that's the same for most people.
2: (laughs) I would say so. Um, But, Sean, I know something that will excite you is our next
3: story. (laughs) Exhausting. (laughs) I've
2: just literally broken you down
3: (laughs) for the whole hour. Something happened. You just unzipped me. (laughs) see,
2: here's the issue, right? If I can find something that really is like massive, I then take personal pride in just picking stories just to try and irk you.
3: (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's it. That's all right. Someone has to be irked. And if that's content, that's content.
2: It it just entertains me to, just to see you get worked up and then go. I just can't, Connor. I just, I just can't I simply anymore. cannot. <laughs> um, so on the Flash movie, this is another headline oh. that really made me laugh, and this is why I'm giving it to you because I just want you to join it. Because I have the Flash movie merch reveals a third evil version of Ezra Miller's DC hero.
3: <laughs> I think Ezra Miller is already the evil version of the DC hero. <laughs>
2: It's interesting you say that, because I thought the exact same joke <laughs> when I read
3: it. Right. Well, I'm glad I got in there first.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Sean, I mean, Ezra, the movie's coming out. We're all very excited. Uh, Ezra Miller's Flash. Um, they're going to be excellent, I think. And the movie's going to make millions, billions of... Um, Trillions. You told Why me not? it's your it's your most anticipated movie of the year. Um,
3: and I mean, June two is also coming out. Like, yeah, Guardians like, that's, Trade, second, that's up there.
2: It's, yeah, they're they second and third behind this greatness. And um, and I mean, Ezra went on that fucking course, Sean. Now, like the
3: weekend course.
2: <laughs> like they they went on a weekend course, and now they're sorry.
3: <laughs> We're sorry we did all those crimes. But let's just put let's just put out the movie anyway. It'll be grand. So, because we knew there was going to be two uh, Barry Allens in this movie. That was in the trailer already. Um and you also had um is it Liz Liz Allen or not Allen yet I suppose, but uh what the, do you mean? there was there was someone else as a Flash in the trailer already. There was two Barrys Ooh. and one other person.
2: There was a Barry and well Wally wasn't there. Johnny Quick. Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Bart Allen?
3: Uh, Iris West, we see in the trailer. Oh, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I thought you meant like another speedster. Iris West is always in all the Flash stuff. But if she dresses as a speedster in the trailer, I can't remember. It's come out <laughs> four times. <laughs>
2: I have to be honest with you, I haven't seen the trailer that much, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not that interested, unfortunately, but now that we know that the, there's going to be, uh, the Black Flash is the name of it, um, right. and the Black Flash normally appears in the comics before the deaths of the Flash in certain, iter- like, so he they appear just before the death of the character. Right, okay. Um, and so I'm very interested to see how this is it's like a grim reaper kind of kind of vibe.
3: Oh okay, has. so you see the black flash and you know you're about to die kind of cuz it
2: it like returns the
3: flash to like the speed force. Okay, interesting. So you do you think then that their the move is to kill off Barry Allen in this? I mean, it would solve a lot of problems, wouldn't it? And then just quietly end the universe from there.
2: And then just quietly introduce Wally West and then move on with all of our lives.
3: Could be cool to have, like, in whatever new rebooted universe, maybe some of the stuff is, like, legend now. So Like, yeah. Barry Allen is, like, this legendary speedster that Wally West takes influence from.
2: And the thing about The Flash is that they, like... Obviously, Barry Allen now with The Flash series, he's massive... But like from the late 90s, early 2000s, like Justice League Unlimited, that animated show, I mean, or Justice League in general, the animated show, like Wally West is the Flash there. So like a lot of that audience now that grew up watching that are all in their late 20s, 30s, 40s. And they're kind of now like, well, Wally West is the one they grew up with on the screen. So it would make perfect sense that you just were like, okay, well, Barry Allen, he dies. That's how we get rid of Ezra. Then, after that, once Ezra's gone, then we can bring in Wally West, and then they can take over. It's kind
3: of a neat way of tying it up, isn't it? Like, and Mm. you can give Barry Allen then that kind of heroic send-off, if you want.
2: Like, Like, Barry Allen sacrifices themselves... Just for like to
3: save the universe in Flashpoint, that's kind of it. Somehow, yeah, like it be- has to become one with the Speed Force to balance or stabilize it or something. Yeah, I
2: mean that's like a classic. That. S- that's a classic Flash storyline. You got to keep running as fast as you can it can't stop. Just forever. Just
3: keep keep running. Uh, yeah, I I I think it could work. I think I think the less that sticks around of the old stuff, the better going mm. forward in DC mm. would be my opinion. Um, so if they can think of a good character way to write them out. That's how, what I would go for.
2: Speaking of that, our big news story of the week is actually a big non-news story, but is a news story. And that is big Jace Momoa. Jace Momoa has teased a major DC news coming, but he he said it in a way that is so obviously Lobo, it is hard yeah. not to cover this story. <laughs> so okay. what's been rumoured for weeks is that Jace Momoa is no longer going to be Aquaman and he actually wants to be Lobo. He had a meeting with James Good and Peter Safran, uh, a few weeks ago and uh, what well, was said to be very positive in terms of keeping him around in the DC okay. world. Um, and he says, I got some really good good news, great news at Warner Bros. Amazing news. Um, I wish I could tell you, but here it is. Peter, I love you. James, I love you. To the future, to the future, he said. Right? <laughs> so then, he also has then come out and is like, I could be playing anyone um i think his exact quote was like i'm i'm gonna be aquaman forever um and like like he's like i'm aquaman for all times i don't want people coming in taking that but i could also play other people uh just like i can be lots of different things at once could he
3: not have just held off on this like instead of saying all of this vague stuff just wait Mm. like two weeks when they inevitably announce it (laughs)
2: but I mean he said like um, he came out and he was like apparently cheering after the fucking meeting that he was like, "This is excellent. This is perfect. This is this
3: exactly is what I want.
2: This is the best news." He's the only. <laughs> Gal Gadot came out crying. <laughs> ben Affleck came out just with his head in his hands. Henry Cavill no, like the- kicked those out the window. Out carrying
3: like a box of all the shit that was on their desk. Like-
2: <laughs> yeah. Henry Cavill was kicked out <laughs> by security, and fucking Mo's like, "Yes,
3: <laughs> this is perfect." He's done really well out of this. Honestly, look, he's a good cast for it. Is the thing. So I'm yeah. really not mad at that. Um, um, also, I should
2: mention that uh, like, he's also yet to play Aquaman in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Which you forgot is also coming out this year uh, in, that, at Christmas. Has that been filmed? Yes. Right. Okay. Is that coming out? Should that come out? It's coming out December 25th, 2023.
3: I really don't think it is.
2: I th- no, it don't is. Don't prove me wrong, but... It is. Yeah. I I think they yeah. are releasing it, and then they're just moving on, and he's going to be Lobo. And then
3: yeah, and then it's DC twenty twenty four is going to be completely different.
2: I I think um, I think he's like the last bastion, December twenty fifth, and then after that they're like right from now on clean slate after this year, which is like another year lost, unfortunately.
3: Um Yeah, but it's a year they can be doing setup and pre-production for other stuff. Like we'll still get, I assume, announcements of what's happening in the reboot.
2: Like the vibe I was getting was he was like, I'm so excited, I've landed my dream role. And they're like, Well, well like Aquaman, he's like, Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> Look, the role.
3: I, I can play Aquaman, that's no problem.
2: <laughs> I like Aquaman is good, but he's not my dream role. Um, um he said at the time that his DC dream was coming true. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ! Yeah. Get fucked, Aquaman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, would you like to see? It, it, I mean, if we got DC Lobo and then they don't even have an Aquaman anymore, but now they have a Lobo. It's really strange, but also kind of cool. And I could see him appearing in the Suicide Squad sequel.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I, and and I, I instead of just trying to cast the big the big three or whatever, just cast who you think is right for certain parts. And make those movies work. Like The Suicide Squad is a great movie. Even though most of the characters are basically unknowns. It's because they have the right people playing them. And they're written... cleverly
2: I think the Suicide Squad is like so I'm not going to say underrated because I think a lot of people who've seen it are like that really good it didn't make a lot of money but yeah, I mean but appreciate
3: it might be the worst.
2: yeah like it was so good like you just go back and watch it and just even turn, like that shot in Homela- or, Homelander um, that shot in John Cena's character Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker yeah peace, basically the same person but Peacemaker's helmet and him yeah, fighting fight oh, where Rick Flag is so fucking good just in the reflection um, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday, Sean. A lot of DC news, a lot of a lot of stories just to annoy you. But next yeah, week, yeah, so I'm
3: hoping for some big trailers are dropping. Look, you, you, knowing our luck, they will all drop tomorrow morning. Yeah, probably. Um, but hey, I look. I got. I survived. I'm better for it. Uh, I'm. I'm more excited about DC than ever. Would you what like Passion of the Christ sec- too? Look, I'm more excited about <laughs> Jesus than ever. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, take us out, John. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over on Patreon. outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Fun Facts with Waffles, did you know that the kiwi lays the largest egg in ratio to its body of any bird? Jesus. Did you know that, Connor? That's some crack. Some crack. Yeah. Oh, very good. Ah. Eggshellent. Uh, <laughs> thank you also to David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the wash and it'll be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Iris Walrus Forever Helm Roose, Danny McLaughlin, no one's ever really gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the Franchise That Just Won't Die. Connor and Lorraine had completely forgot to shorten their long nickname until catching up on the podcast recently. Well thanks for changing it now. Uh, Russ, character limit be Mm -hmm. damned, it was just a temporary setback in this whole naming malarkey but I'm still just Russ, (laughs) perfect and Jackson Bruheim. (laughs) Look, you're entertaining Connor at least. Um, but thank you all for the continued support. If you want to get access to the Patreon, get all of our movie reviews and things that we have over there, head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast, Link to that in the description. Also is the merch store, heroesforhigher.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Pod The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Dibbleman's discussion group. Instagram is for Podcast, And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor.
2: I think so. So I will cut along. I should chop me. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership.